0: Hey there, President Biden heads to Maui to see the devastation of the deadliest wildfires to hit the country in 100 years. But what's taken him so long? I'm Aaron Young. Let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello and welcome. The wildfires in Maui have shocked the world, leaving at least 99 people dead and raising the historic town of Lahania to the ground in the deadliest fires in the US for 100 years. Amidst all this, President Biden's drawn criticism for his response to the crisis. At one point, responding to a question about the tragedy with a no comment. He has since announced he'll be visiting the town. However, this is what he had to say.
1: Search and rescue teams are sifting through the ashes. And that five-mile area that you've seen on television has been burned. It's painstaking work. It takes time. It's nerve-wracking. Most of the debris can't be removed until it's done. My wife, Jill, and I are going to travel to Hawaii as soon as we can. That's what I've been talking to the governor about. I don't want to get in the way. I've been to too many disaster areas. But I want to go make sure we got everything they need. I want to be sure we don't disrupt the ongoing recovery efforts.
0: As soon as I can, starts to sound a little bit like an excuse. So will this response be enough to quiet his uh, his critics and does what does he actually hope to achieve when he gets there? Let's head to Washington and now bring in ticket correspondent Ariel Hickson. Great to see you. Uh, Talk to us about the criticism that the president has come under about how he has handled the situation in Maui.
1: Well, you know, Maui has become one of the deadliest uh, fires in U.S. history in the past century. You have 99 people, at least 99 people have lost their lives, $7 billion is costing FEMA. And uh, so far, many of the individuals who live there on the ground are saying that not enough has been done when it comes to resources, when it comes to money, when it comes to displacement. Um, And so uh, over the weekend, uh, the president was in Delaware, was asked about this, and he did not Comment on it. He did not address the fact that this has been devastating for so many individuals. And that's why it got criticism right away. Now, it mainly got criticism, though, from uh, his Republican counterpart, uh, former President Donald Trump. Uh, He was one who was a very very much uh, pointing a finger at uh, President Biden for his lack of a response and uh, the fact that he was notified regarding Maui on Thursday and has waited till Tuesday to take what is known as uh, immediate action at this point so uh, the question is what can he do now once he gets on the ground there what will it be enough uh, to reassure some of these individuals who have lost um, pretty much all of all of their 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 normalcy, um, and some very important parts of their lives, including, um, individuals. Um, how is that going to reassure them that he has their best interests at heart?
0: It is a really interesting point because he does have a point that quite often these leaders and the president of the United States doesn't travel lightly. All of those vehicles, Secret Service in the way in these towns where emergency workers are trying to uh, rescue people, uh, remove bodies, as you say, from burnt out houses and villages. But he doesn't have to go directly to the streets that have been burned out. He can head to an emergency coordination office uh, and speak with the governor, speak to the people on the ground to see their stories, refuge centers as well. The term you used is reassurance. Quite often, it's just the presence of the president that can reassure people to know that the country is with them. Or is that too much to ask?
1: Well, you know, and this is where it kind of goes into the idea of politics, of making face for certain um, situations, and the idea that just the mere presence alone can be what you said and what I said as reassuring what could be um, looked at as uh, an individual who shows that he cares. Now, this is interesting because countless presidents have gotten criticism for their handling of um, immense disasters. You have uh, former President Trump, who is very criticized of For how he handled Puerto Rico. You have Bush, who was criticized for how he handled Hurricane Katrina. Um, There was a natural disaster that happened during Obama's era, and he was on the island of Martha's Vineyard vacationing when that happened. So, you know national disasters tend to happen and they tend to affect so many individuals. Um, so it's likely that a president is going to encounter that in their political career as the uh, the, the person who's in charge of the country. Uh, but it really does matter how quickly they respond and how they show how much they care, because even if they can't really do much themselves as one individual person uh, showing that they are reacting to that, um, Um, They're going to the ground to talk to, as you mentioned, governors, leaders, uh, those who are directly impacted, uh, will really influence um, how the American people view him going forward.
0: We think back almost 20 years ago, hard to believe it's nearly 20 years ago since Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans uh, and Louisiana. But when we have a think about what we learned from there, where President George W. Bush and FEMA came under so much criticism for lack of action, lack of preparation, lack of emergency warnings, etc. To fast forward to all this time, President Biden and his team obviously are very aware of how Twitter works, very aware of how the 24 hour news cycle works to say no comment to a question when you are on holiday in Delaware, while there is one of your territories burning and people are losing their lives. It either comes down to complacency, stupidity or not fit for the job. What do you think?
1: That's very interesting because I think, uh, in that realm of how it looks to the American people, uh, it looks like one of the three that you mentioned, but it really looks like as if he was unprepared for that. Um, well, that's and a problem, right? That it's a,
0: that's a preparation issue that we have ongoing concerns in an election cycle about president Biden, that he needs to be told and have his hand held when it comes to something as simple as speaking about going to a disaster situation.
1: Well, you know, I think, uh, there, There's many questions regarding that. And um, it kind of goes into the realm of what would have been appropriate response? What is something that would be ideal for an individual to do in that point when they are the leader? Um, and you know, to what degree is something looked at as good enough? I should say in that particular regard. Um, but when it comes to saying no comment at all, you know, there's so many other things that could have been said um, just to reassure once again that fiction taking place, and especially when you're this close to an election in 2024, it doesn't necessarily sit well um, with not only those who are behind them, but those who are against him. So really, what he really did was kind of dig himself deeper into a hole that will give his Republican counterparts a much more um, ammo when it comes to uh 2024 is definitely going to be a talking point, uh, just like Afghanistan was a talking point for so many when it came to midterm elections. Um, So the president really has to do a lot of work when he gets on the ground there in Maui to show that he is prioritizing the devastation there.
0: So, Ariel, talk to us about the situation on the ground there at the moment. We mentioned that at least 99 people have lost their lives. The situation in Maui looks absolutely horrendous, as we often see with wildfires and bushfires around the world. But this is the worst bushfire in terms of loss of life in over 100 years in the United States. There are now concerns about the emergency warnings staying silent during as well. Talk to us about what's actually happening there.
1: Yeah, so as of now, over 99 people have lost their lives there. It's costing about $7 billion to uh, repair the damages that have happened so far. And uh, there are concerns as well, not only for what has happened, but what will happen in the future regarding air quality, regarding pollution, and those who um, really have issues uh, with um, air sensitivity. Uh, We've seen on the Northeast and also in the Midwest with the Canada fires, how that's influenced so many individuals um, in neighboring cities. Now, Hawaii is an island on its own, but regardless, they've gotten so much devastation. There's, uh, there's, quite, there's lots of concern about how that's going to influence um, the health of those who are living there year-round for years to come. Now, there is a question as to how effective warning systems can be in the future, but there's also a question as to how effective FEMA will be. Now, yeah. when um, we spoke about the White House and the criticism towards the president he did mention that FEMA has brought about 50,000 meals, uh, 75,000 liters of water, 5,000 cots, 10,000 blankets, all numbers that are supposed to be effective, but only time will tell just mm. how these people will be uh, kind of, um, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, taken taken out of this.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll leave it there for now. Errol Hickson, really appreciate your time for us in Washington. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.co. I'm Aaron Young.